Hey, I'm Jennifer Herbitz, and welcome to Doing Relationships Right. Raw, authentic, and insightful, this podcast is a no-bullshit look at all things relationships. The good, the not-so-good, and the what the hell was that? No worries, I've got you, and we'll figure it all out together without taking ourselves too seriously. Here, I'm Doing Relationships Right. Are you frustrated with online dating? Confused by all the new apps and fancy dating sites? Do you find yourself choosing the wrong person again and again? Well, studies show that hiring a dating coach can maximize your online dating experience. So no worries, I've got you. And I've created a virtual course called Doing Dating Right. It's a five video series that you can complete at your own pace in your own space, right at home. How to write your online dating bio, pick that perfect picture, and so much more. Want more info? Go to my website at jenniferherbitz.com. Again, it's jenniferherbitz.com. Good morning, good morning. This is Doing Relationships Right. I'm Jennifer Herbitz. I'm your host every Tuesday and every other Friday for a Just Jen episode. But this is obviously, if you're watching, this is a uh, Tuesday episode because I have the gorgeous, fantastic, amazing Holly Hughes with me today. And I'm going to talk a little bit about her before she jumps on here with me. But she is an intuitive healer, an award-winning author, and don't get worried here, but a psychic. So if if you're listening, she might know what you're ta- what you're thinking. But I I don't know. I get a little nervous. Hi, Holly. How are I you? Know. I'm good. I'm good. I want to tell everyone before, right? You know. So Jennifer, I've been wanting to know her for a little while, and she's very busy. But it took funny timing for us to actually connect, and I'm so honestly super grateful that we oh, did. Me too. See, like it, I'm tearing up I'm because, like, I'm being super honest. But it's you're. I love what you do and you're exactly what I love about people. You're real, not perfect. Like no. we do our thing. No, I'm not perfect. And perfect is nothing we should ever really strive for. I think you should do your best, but yeah. you don't always have to be the best. Oh, I love this. See how we started with your soundbite already. There you go. There's my editor. He's like, there it is. The soundbite. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Holly. I'm so glad you're here. So first of all, I want to start at the very beginning and say that I'm, I, I've seen you, that you've actually done how do we call it? What do you work on a session? You, I do a session. A se- you've done a se- we've done a session with you, and I was like, really, um, amazed is the wrong word. How do I, what word do I use? I was a very um, su- not surprised. That's the wrong word too. I can't think of the word. Like I was just grounded. I just think you're really cool. Thank that's not you. The right, that's not even the right word. I what know. you what you do is amazing. It's just it was really cool what you do. So yeah. explain to people exactly what you do because I don't know how to explain it. I kind of call it, um, I use my personal healing stories and my gifts of knowing and feeling things about people to help you, whoever my client is, heal what's not working for them. I don't have an agenda for your healing, but when you come to see me when you're stuck, this is about relationships, let's talk relationships. You're in a relationship that isn't working for you. You might be in a performative relationship. You might have expectations in a relationship. You might be imitating the relationship you swore you never have, and you don't know how to get out of it, and you're stuck. If someone like that comes to see me, what happens is I can connect to those emotional triggers and pain points in your life and just energetically heal them. So I I like to say I can connect to the soul level of someone, but really what happens is I connect to your emotional truth and then I feel it in my body and in my heart. 
And then what we do is we just kind of heal it. And like, that's the magic sauce that I wish I knew a soundbite how to, how to explain. So I'm not necessarily a, a psychic, like I don't read tarot cards or anything like that, but I know your emotional truth. And then I help you like free yourself and relationships can be family dynamics. They could be parents, child. I mean, relationships have so many layers so many. to them. So right. yeah. And it was interesting because I think I'm just going to be transparent and share this with everybody because I knew that before we talked that I was going to. So my son and I, Jonah, are very connected. And I know that we, during our session, we spoke about that and we did some, the Reiki, is that what you call it? Well, I don't do Reiki. No, not Reiki. I'm super what was it? specific. It's just energy healing. So energy I like healing. to say- oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. No, no. A lot of people consider it Reiki. My thing is Reiki to me, it's, it's, everything is vibration. The sound of Reiki goes in my ears and it's unpleasant. So I just like to say, I I do a a higher level of it that I don't need the symbols. Um, there are plenty of people who do a great job with that. It's just, I go one deeper. It's just kind of where I connect. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool because when I left your the room, <laughs> you said to me something along the lines of, you know, we're going to disconnect something with Jonah today and blah, blah, blah. And your phone's going to light up like your phone is going to, and honest to God, Holly, I, <laughs> I left your room. My phone was, bl- and then Jonah reached out to me. He's like, mom, he said, I have the worst heartburn today. I have the worst heartburn. My chest is pounding. I was like, holy shit. I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's weird. I mean, Holly. That was like, I mean, I know, like maybe. And yeah, I, cutting cords between people. And I only, again, I like to tell people who might know, like I only do something if someone's ready. I ask for permission. Yes, so ready. you're ready. I, I was, yeah. Because when we do cut cords and I ask them to attach in a better way, unless, because that's your son, obviously. So yeah. you would. Yeah. But like with people who it needs to be over with, you just cut the cord and go with love and light. And then your phone will always blow up. It will yeah. Every time I'm doing that, it never fails that the person is texting because they feel panic, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And that's what because we were talking about Jonah being like, I was too close to him at school and he was texting all the time. And like, we were like this super crazy bond. And I was like, and then he's like, mom, my heart, I feel like I have heartburn in my, I'm like, oh, it's totally, I was like, oh, it was really cool. I was just like, oh my gosh. And so I just think what you do is it's incredibly, um, I can't even explain it. Like it's positively overwhelming. Oh, good. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's a safe space to heal. Like I like to say I can go to the emotional place that therapy can't, right? So in therapy, you have to like go get comfortable, tell all your story, whatever. But with me, because I'm feeling your emotions because I'm an empath, so I can feel what you're feeling. I just have to decide while we're talking how far you want to go. Right. And how, you know, and it's at your pace. I don't have an agenda. I like to, when people come to see me and they expect it to be completely healed a lifetime in an hour, I'm like, I'm, I'm not quite that good. And if I was, Oprah would know me. And like, I would be next to Jay Shetty, who's not my favorite anyway, because he steals people's work. But my thing is like, he's pretty and everyone likes him. Um, but it, it really is an intimate experience. And if you ever would have told me 10 years ago, Hey, Holly, you're, you know, not going to just full-time writing anymore. You're not a film and TV producer anymore. You're going to be having people come into your office or I could do zoom and phone calls that I get all the same info. You're going to help them heal from their pain Hmm. and you're going to help them like have this, you know, intimate growth and peaceful experience, I'd be like, pass me a drink. You're crazy. But it is how my life turned out. And I'm actually really grateful. I really like it. And I don't remember so much of what I say because I'm channeling the whole time, right? Like I'm connected to people's guides, angels, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. 
So how did this start? Can we go there? How, like, how did you make that transition? How did you know? One day you woke up and you were like, wait, this is what I'm... <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. So I was, I like to say I was type A plus, um, super overachiever, whatever. Now I've always had my gifts, but I didn't know that you didn't. Right. Oh, interesting. Right. You thought everybody could do this. Right. Like I didn't realize how much noise there always was in my head or how, how much information or things I was feeling. Um, I was deathly afraid of the dark as a child, like deathly is because I could see things. And then I had, I would just call them my guide as a kid. And they would talk to me every night. And at like about 12 years old, they were like, Hey, you know, we're going to go away because people won't understand. I was like, what are you talking about? And then I couldn't call them anymore. Like I would call his name. It was a male voice. I won't, I don't ever tell anyone the person's name because it's like, that was, yeah, that's no, no, mine. No, that's yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So that went away, you know? And then as I got older, I would see and feel things and have like my little party tricks, right? Or if I drink too much, dead people show up. Oh, they're so <laughs> annoying. But, you know, that's how I met my best friend. We were at a writer's conference and I was like, I decided at one point about seven years ago to have more control over my gifts because they would be kind of random. Like I would just know something and people be like, what? Or I could hear what people were thinking and I would answer sometimes before they spoke to me. Oh my God. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Yeah, You're like, I better be quiet now. Yeah. Right. So I was like, maybe I should control this a little more. So I studied and worked on it. Right. And then I was at a writer's conference and, um, I was having a glass of wine and the girl who became one of my closest friends, she's an introvert. And she's like, no matter what anyone says to me next, I'm going to say yes. So there's Holly with a glass of wine. So who shows up? Dead guy. So I'm drinking my wine and I looked at her and I said, hey, do you want to know who's standing behind you? And she said, yes. Yes. And so I described him. I still kind of remember what he looks like. He was very military, short, buzz cut, gray hair. Um, but that's all I the vague memory of it. And then I told her everything he was saying to me because he wouldn't shut up. He was kind of like that scene in Ghost when he was singing a song and wouldn't go oh. away until I said something. So I um, I told her everything. She looked at me like I was a lunatic because like who wouldn't? Went to her hotel room, called her mother, and everything I said was a message for her mother. It was her father who had come through. Oh my, I have the chills. So now like I lead uh, writers retreats in Charleston and I tell everyone about the ghosts I see and then we use them as writing prompts. Oh, I'm going to go. It's so fun. Um, yeah. So I even went on ghost tours and I would say the things I saw before the guy leading the tour and everyone's like, have you done this before? I'm like, I've never been here, but like, they're really, they're just there. Or someone would test me and they stood on one side of a grave and, um, I was on the other and I named what was, who was buried there. Like not the person's name, but how old they were kind of thing and their gender. Oh my God. But that's not fun for me. I get a wicked headache with um, dead people. They're kind of hard. Well, yeah, because I'm sure it's exhausting. It's probably exhausting for you. It is. Yeah. That part. So, oh, the whole story was, how do I do this? So anyway, I got really, I got hold of my gifts. Um, and then I was, um, I was like, well, maybe like when I'm a little older in my sixties, I'll like open the door and I'll just say, Hey, I could do this. And literally the next day someone's like, Hey, I know someone who's looking to share an office. Would you ever do what you do in an office? And I said, yeah, sure. Sure. You're like, that sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) Why not? Sure. Why not? I agree. And that's how I started. And that that was just kind of it. And that was it. I just said, yes. You just said yes. And you know, sometimes saying yes is just like, I mean, that's it. You just start yeah. a whole new thing for you. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And the whole point was I had gotten really sick and I had surgery. And when I, uh, I had hysterectomy and when I woke up, your hysterectomy is your second chakra, right? It's right. What, I, so, don't, well, I don't know that. No. Yeah. Anyway, okay. you're upset. Yeah. Then like, no, so when I job. woke up, the world was quiet <laughs> and everything I always heard and felt was gone. Oh. And I was like, is, is this what normal people are like? Like, oh. this is crazy for me. Um, and it took um, a couple months for me to learn to rewire my energy again without that center in my body and how to reconnect with what I did. And then I think I appreciated it a lot more. Now, what if you hadn't? Like, could you have chosen that? I always wonder, like, what if you didn't rewire? Could you have been, quote unquote, normal? Or do you think it would have come back? That's a fascinating question. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, I think it, I think I was given a choice. Oh my God. Isn't that interesting? Because I think to myself, like, what, well, now I'm thinking, like, I've never thought about it, but like, really, like you made, like, that's a, thank God you made that choice. Like, thank yeah. God you rewired because then you wouldn't have this. Could you imagine? No. Let's not, because I think what you do is just incredibly amazing. <laughs> thank you. Like, I, like, and, but the problem that I have with it is that this is, this is where I struggle because I don't know what it's like to be in your, you know, whatever. I think, I don't know what I would do, but it's super cool. <laughs> but there are people that don't believe you. You've right. got to have people that don't believe you, right? Because I came home from your thing and I was like, I couldn't wait to call people. I was like, you've got to. And I called my sister who's totally into this. And like her, my brother-in-law is completely like, and then I have people that weren't. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be supported. Like I wanted people to support me in my journey with this, with you. Mm. And then I wasn't. And then I felt like, well, maybe I don't, you see what I'm saying? So how I do, do you, I get that look from people all the time. They're like, what? Yeah. So how do you, I don't, I was interested in like, I don't know why I'm asking this question, but how do you handle that? I know you're like, this is, this is who I am. Like you, how can you? Well, that not every. I'm not meant for everybody, right? Exactly. That's healing? how I feel every right. day. That's yeah. it. So this is where I'm going with that. Like, right? Like this is I've being authentic. I've always been like that, though. Right. I'm, I've always been me, and I think being I a creative person, yes, is just like being authentic in you and who you are. Yeah, and it, you have to be brave. You Absolutely. really have That's to be a brave this, person right? yes. because all that judgment is really hard. It is hard every day. I feel it. And aging and being judged is hard too, right? Because I'm a woman in her 50s now, yep. right? So, you know, when I see all these women giving all these, I call it toxic positivity, but all yes. these positive message, messages on, in, on social media, whatever, but they can't show up without a filter. Oh my God. Right. So my thing is like, I use filters. Let's be real. But okay. I some, like subtle. a lot of days. The subtle filter is as yeah. far as I'll go. The purple but, one on the bottom. That's it. I won't do it. Sometimes I'll put sparkles when I'm oh, like. I like the sparkles yeah. too, but I can't know. But for me, it's like, um, if I want you to trust me and be honest, like I have a thing about honesty, right? Like I just don't deal with liars. Yeah. So I'm, I'm an awesomely particular, um, flavor and either you like me or you don't. And, and that's always been the way it's been in my life. And so I've had a lot of experience of that. And as a writer and a creative person, I'm submitting stuff all the time. I get rejected all the time. So you just kind of you get used to it. Yeah, you do get used to it. Some things sting a little more. I think I like to tell people who don't know about energy healing or chakras or any of that, that like, imagine you were praying and you felt and heard the answer. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's really part of my job like what I do for people, right? You coming in with this pain, this emotional wound, some physical aspect of it, and you know something's not working in your life, but you you don't know how to name it. 
and you, and you know, you're stuck and you wish it was different. And then what if you met someone like me who's then like, hey, I can feel this. Let's, let's, you know, let's slowly take that on. I, there are many people who do similar to what I do and I think they're not wonderful. I think they have an agenda. They're selling you giant packages, which, you know, if it works for you, good. But I, my honest to goodness thing is like, I want you to feel better. And like when people come in and they have anxiety or they're overwhelmed emotionally or whatever, I am just an environment of ease. You know, what's interesting about you too, if you don't mind me tooting your horn, is that I went to one session with you and while I didn't realize that I made, okay, when I left there, I thought to myself, okay, there's changes I need to make, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't really realize I made them, Right. (laughs) You know this, I'm sure, because you're like laughing because you know, right? But like I made them, maybe I didn't make them that day. Maybe I didn't make them a week later. But now that I'm sitting with you here, I'm like, I've made every change that you recommend, not recommended, but that we talked about, but it just, I'm sitting here looking and going, oh my God, I did. I did everything. Everything that we talked about was done. Ah. I just didn't realize that I did it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's how it works. That's why I like oh, I when, realize. Like I, I like just, to say when people are in crisis with me, like a lot of people in the midst of a divorce or leaving a relationship, they're they're heightened emotionally, and I can just like ease that, and I'll see them a little more frequently. But for like people coping with like different things, I'll say don't come back for like five weeks. I want you to process and take the time for what we did to sink in, and well, then we can happened. go next level. It was yeah. so weird because like I'm thinking back going, oh, well, she, you know, she mentioned that this, that my medication wasn't really the right one, but I didn't even think it didn't click with me until yeah. I just saw last week and the doctor was like, no, you're on the totally rotten. And I was like, oh my God, that's so weird how he said that. <laughs> I have another client who I was together. like, your meds aren't working. I Like I'm not a doctor, everyone. So, no, but no. I was like, your meds, I can feel it. Yeah. I get a weird headache. I was like, you're, they're not working. I can feel your thinking is muddled. And it causes, like a lot of people who deal with depression and anxiety, when you're on your medication, I'm not telling you I'm the, I'm going to make you not be on that. But what I'm saying is I know when it's not working and your anxiety comes up and the thinking clearly gets harder in your mind and it's a slight panic in your body. And that's what I'm feeling. So I know your meds aren't working and there needs to be an adjustment. I think also when you're dealing with depression, because it's such a... A slippery slope and depression can ease in so slowly, right? Because I have depression, so I know this, right? So it can ease in slowly and you're not even aware of the changes that are happening. So something like the outside source looking in is like also how I help with that. If co-parenting during a pandemic taught us anything, it's that you need proof your kids are safe. With alcohol abuse on the rise, many co-parents are turning to the no-nonsense system committed to providing proof protection, and peace of mind. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. Soberlink's real-time alerts make it easy to negotiate with any party. Judges rest assured that the child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. Do divorce right and trust the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology to keep your kids safe, happy, and well-adjusted. To download the guide, five non-negotiables for embracing a new normal that I developed with Silverlink, 
visit www.soberlink.com backslash DRR. It's just really cool. Like, I, I just, I just think what you do is really neat. I think that people um, don't realize how important it is to take a breath <laughs> and to actually sit down and just to, even if it's for an hour with you or with, you know, just let someone listen to yeah. you and feel, I just can't, it's almost, it's, it's just incredible. It's an emotional validation, right? Yeah, like, thank so you. Thank you. I I also, think that's a good way to put it. Please I, help me, Holly. <laughs> you know, I have been through quite a few things yeah. in my life. So I mentioned that a lot of them in my book, but like I've gone through insane loss and really some challenging things. And the worst days don't have to define you forever. They just, they just don't. Um, and so I like to be, I guess, a walking testament partly of that. I think I understand loss and grief really well because I've had a lot of that in my life. And then loss and grief impact relationships. So sometimes you have to deal with your own stuff. Can I curse on your show? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Yes, you've heard my show. You got to deal with your own shit. It's not yes. your partner's fault, right? Like you, and you can't, make them do what you want. You can handle your lane and then you can come to them and have difficult conversations or honest conversations. And sometimes you just need outside validation of that, or I can help you with words, or I can do a, a guided meditation around you and offer you like spiritual support, right? From angels, guides, whatever. I like to tell people that, you know, what I can tap into isn't just assigned by dogma or religious belief, right? Because God is love. God doesn't judge how you do it. And neither do your angels, guides, and all of that other fun stuff. Um, and I have to say that like in my journey of becoming a healer, I didn't believe in everything too. I'm like, that is weird. Right? Like <laughs> Angels, really? That's like, whatever. And then one sat on me and shook my whole body and made my, like, I was like, okay, get off of me. I was like, what is that? They're like, oh yeah, an angel sat on you and I mess with you. I was like, okay, now I believe in you now. Right. And then I learned to tap into it. So everything is frequency. So, you know. It's interesting. And then I went on your website after we left, after I left your place and I was like, I need a lava rock. I need this eucalyptus spray. I need oh, the whatever. spray is good. Is like I couldn't get it without you. It was gone. I need to get more. I sent it to my kid. I sent, I oh, found good. it and I sent it to Jonah and his, he's like, mom, what is, I got them both the bracelets to put the, I mean, I am like a voodoo, I, they call me voodoo mom. I'm like, voodoo, voodoo. voodoo. I'm like, look at, you need this all. This is all going to heal you. You're going to feel better. And Jonah's like, I do actually like the bracelet. My, my kid wears both of them. <laughs> Zach wears both. They're like, mom, you're a little wacky. But I'm like, no, this is going to it's the chakra whatever i mean yeah look, you know what it's intention yeah it is intention and here's the thing too jonah said to me he's like when i look at it it just for whatever reason i don't care what the it called he said it just it, makes me take a beat well for him because i feel him through you he just yeah. needs help grounding yes that's what he said he just that's what yeah. that is so yeah. do, I know I, I definitely wear my own, you, yeah, me too. I, you know, I look, I know this is left of center and to <laughs> far right and up and over, but I'm not a liar. No. I and so like, so I believe awesome, in that. Right? So like, you. I just think, yeah, so yeah, your son, he's like sensitive like you on and his vibration is higher is a flutter. Oh, it's a flutter. It's a flutter. It's, it's a, a flutter. So yeah. the grounding is important. And for people who vibrate that high grounding feels like they're slowing down and it feels, um, 
like I used to not like to ground or be in my body energetically because I was like, why would I do that? If I feel like high as a kite all the time. And I'd have bruises all over my body because I'd walk into stuff because I wasn't in my body, except when I danced. So it was kind of funny. And then I learned to ground. But when I like to tell people the first step to grounding, what if you ground into nature? Nature is wind and rain and growth. And it's, it's rich. It's not just like, Right. It's not telling you to stop or whatever. It's giving you power and energy to do what you want to do without getting exhausted. And people who vibrate really high and go places and do things and are always helping other people burn out. That is me. I feel like some people think I'm nuts, but like sometimes I'll walk outside without my shoes on in the grass. Yes, all the time. I'm, I'm like just I just get to put my feet on the ground and like we'll sit crisscross applesauce like in my we get low to the ground. I mean, yeah. like my kids are like, mom, you're just. I'm like, sit down. We have to gr- get lower to the ground. Get lower. To the ground. Yeah, I do outside barefoot too, especially yeah, when I'm in a yeah. mood. Yeah, I know. You know what? I just feel like I don't know, Holly. I just think you're awesome. I think it's so. Wait a minute. Let's talk about your book. Yeah, that's very important. I, I don't. I was, I was looking for my copy. I'm like, I'm going to show it. But you have it behind you. I have it behind me. So people can see. Okay, so um, it's real, not perfect. How to become your happy, authentic self. Correct. I love it. Yeah, in the book, it's really it's like a healing session in a book, and. I cut over 50 pages out. The book is not very long because I want you to succeed. I want the reader to succeed. And it is definitely a healing session in a book. And it it is all about how do you define yourself? Are you busy defining yourself as victim? Are you defining yourself as who your family wants you to be? Are you, are, are you trying to live up to something? Are you bending over backwards? Are you people pleasing? So you fit into that dynamic. Are you what your friends say you are? Are you, are you performative? Are you performative at work? Are you like, like how many masks you got? So I just like take you step by step into like redefining who you are in your terms, in your words. And then I give you ways to protect it. Like I help you learn how to set up a boundary. The biggest word that I didn't say in all of my 20s and some of my 30s was no. Me either. Right? Like you won't like me if I say no. I should, oh my God, I should do that for you. Of course I'll do that for you. And then you never get it all done and you create a cycle. So, and from saying no and setting boundaries, I also talk about self-care I, you know, a bath is good. A mani-pedi is good. I'm not getting a mani-pedi every week. Personally, I just, I can't sit still that long like that, but I can't sit that long for a K-drama, but that's a whole other thing. But for me, self-care is what makes you lose time. What makes you lose time? For me, it's dancing. It's like being silly. Um, I think the other thing I ask people to question as adults, when was the last time you did something new? (laughs) When was the last time you just picked up a hobby for the hobby's sake and not to sell it? Like, you know, every part of your life does not have to be about commerce. Mm. And I know you do this. Put your phone away. Like I I unplug, not in your bedroom. Never put your phone or whatever at your bedroom and take a day off. I do. I I have to. I, you know, I, I just started that. Um, I had Joe Sanook on my um, podcast, and he was talking about the four-day four day work week, changing to four-day work week, like Monday through Thursday. And I was like, you know what? I, I literally am on my phone seven, like every second of the day. I have to stop. It's not, it's not okay. Because it's They're addictive. Not, they made it addictive. that way. They yeah, made it yeah. that way. They want you to be, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. And no, this is not good. I'm like, Sundays, I am just, I'm done. 
and Sundays I just, I try as hard as I can to like just, you know, talk to whoever, my kids, my friends, my whatever, yeah. but I don't post. I just really, I don't. I like to say like, um, if, because it causes anxiety for people to put their phone away. People often yeah. wonder why I, I'm not responding after 930 at night. Oh, me too. All the time. I'm not. So don't. <laughs> you can send me out, whatever, yeah. but do it for five minutes. I say that about everything. I had an, um, someone else come in and they were um, really worried about, about ta- they took on many tasks and finished nothing. And everyone oh. was always mad at them for not finishing anything. So That's I said, instead of, and they, they needed to clear their office to make room for the work that they needed to do. And I was like, your, your task is too big. Just do it for five minutes. However much you get done, literally set a timer. Oh, that's, yeah. And then at the end of the five minutes, you accomplished exactly what you wanted to do. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't, I have to finish. I couldn't imagine. I'm a tick I've, boxes off person yes, too, again, too. right? Absolutely. I, a plus to A yep, minus. But when I'm dealing with someone who is so wrapped up in pain, mm-hmm. sometimes that accomplishment is five minutes. Yeah. Okay. I actually did it. Yes, I finished agreed. what I started, even if the room might not be clean. Right. Right. But that's okay. I also like to say, I'd love to, everyone who's listening, if your house is immaculate, something's bothering you because you're controlling your environment. I'm like, well, I was just recently diagnosed with ADHD yeah. adult, and I'm doing, I haven't started medication yet because we're going to work on it without meds, Holly. Yeah. But um, I was just, and it's interesting because I was diagnosed as a kid, but we didn't do anything about it. Like we just were like, oh, she'll be fine. Yeah. yeah well, guess what? So um, I don't even know what that <laughs> really means. You're more than fine. What are you I, talking about? Look at me. I'm fabulous. But I now was like OCD, ADHD. I'm like, what don't I have? Let's just start at the beginning. Let's go down the list. Of what don't. I think I'm fabulous. But um, yeah, my house is, is I everything has a home, Holly. Everything, everything has, a, has home. a home, but I live with slobs, and so I give up. So by the end of the weekend, I'm like, Psh, I'm not even going to try. But okay, I'm just saying, it, yeah. like, like it's not like if you come to my house if I'm having a party or dinner. Of course, yes, it's going to be neat, right. but don't open the closet. I'm just oh, shoving no. it all in there. Oh yeah, no, no. no the but there are people that's... who live, um, and they need to be seen a specific way. Oh yeah, no, that's not me. Right. I could so give two shits. I just no. like like anyone who's listening, if you're in a relationship and you need to be seen a certain way, I'm gonna say there needs to be healing around that. And that's oh, kind of the work I do. I, I just yes. I'm, because intuitive healer might be out of the box for some people, I really want them to understand, like, oh, like, oh my God, did you watch um the alternative? Okay. What in the actual but don't you think a lot of it was like really not okay? None of it is okay, but but this is what I want to tell people too. Yes, they yes. the this the girl April who everyone thought was just so wild. My heart went out to her because I completely agree with you. I right? agree. Yes. First of all, her boyfriend didn't look at her like anyone who loved her. But no. Second of all, there's this thing, and I like to say that mm, many women, and I was one of these, right? So in my twenties, I was like, by the time I'm twenty three, I'm going to know who I'm going to marry. I'm going to want to be married by the twenty four. My career will be at this place by 20 young and my first kid at 28, 32 and th- I had it all planned out and then God went yeah. and I had to start our marriage, but that me didn't too. work out. Same I'm so grateful I didn't have children with him because that would have been a nightmare. But there's this thing that we think we put X amount of time into it. So I'm owed. That's what all of those people with the ultimatum were yep. really feeling. Yes. Like April was like, I've been with you for three years, two of which were COVID, honey. So you really yeah. didn't adult no. and you're 23. Yeah. Yeah. 23. I- 
Yeah, I, I dare to say I want you to adult and figure out who you are. And you're she really wants to be a mother. She really wants to be all yeah, but these things. Do you see things. what she's doing now? Yeah, she's with the, she's living with some guy. I mean, he's like the head. I mean, he's head of some music. He's freaking hot as whatever. Mm-hmm. She looks like a freaking supermodel. She was she's, a model. I know she's all over social media, like blowing shit up. She's got a whole. I mean, she's living her best life. I don't know about that. I don't know either, right? I'm not think, sure either. I think she's getting what she hoped for, and I'm glad. But I hope she leaves space for really defining herself separate. <sighs> From the definitions of wife, mother, I think and she needs whatever. to have a little time on her own. Yeah, like J Lo. Right, every time I look like at J Lo, she falls. She's we never see her never. alone. Never. She's never been alone. She's never been alone. J Lo. Her friends like, oh, it's so great. She fell back in love with Ben. Okay, has she ever been alone? Has she ever been alone? No. Right. So like that, the ultimatum is full of that or like Randall and his girlfriend who treated the guy she was quote dating in front of her family better than the man who seemed to only ever love and respect her because she also was like, we've been together this amount of time. And he's like, but I'm not, I'm 26. I'm not ready. Right. I'm teaching my daughter that I don't want her to get married before 30. Agree. I'm with you. I tell my kids 35, my boys, I'm like, don't even think about it. And they're both in serious relationships. And I'm like, please let's end this. They're 18 and 20. Please let's end this. Let's, okay, girls, we love you. Bye-bye. Go on. Go on with your next part. I'm, I'm like, no, I agree with you. I, I'm like, please don't even think about it. No. Because, well, on the woo-woo side, it's Saturn return. At 28, the planet Saturn is in the same spot it was when oh. you were born. And it is your opportunity, like a, a God's winking at you. He says, do you want the um, to learn the same lessons you've been learning or do you want something new? So at 28, you will find people getting married, divorced, and having children. I got married at 28. I got divorced at 28. So. I got married at 28, literally got married at 28 and divorced at, you know. Yeah. But yeah, oh, the, oh yeah, no, no. So, no. and you're going to see if now it's kind of like me telling you everyone this, you're going to notice, you're going to notice this in your, in the life. You're going to feel the pressure at 28 and I'm going to say, I understand it and it's real. And I'm not downplaying that the reality of that feeling is real, but it's also a great time to just stretch your own legs. Okay. And 28, 28, everybody. At 28, 28. Like you'll see career changes. You'll, you'll see that how you rea- react and respond to family or friends, you might like clean house. Right. And it really is because you're growing. Yeah. And I, another way I like to explain this, I say this quite often is you don't like the same toys at eight that you did at four. You don't like the same toys at 16 as you did at eight. The same thing goes in your 20s. Like what okay. you wanted like in your early 20s is not really what you want after. And I'm I'm going to tell you this is another hard one. I didn't want my parents' relationship and I mimicked it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because you learn so much unconsciously. So it takes a conscious effort to not do that. It also, I couldn't speak up. I know this is, I was always me and always especially at work, I could hold my own. But in my personal relationships, I was such a people pleaser. Oh my gosh, me too. I just learned how to say no. I just learned in the last 10 years, not five years probably. Really, like when I started, when I started like after my divorce, I finally learned how I was a people pleaser my entire life, my entire life. It's a hard thing to change. Mm -hmm. So that's something I I help people a lot with. I'll even do role playing in the room. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I, I remember. No, 
you're going to remember. I don't remember. And look, I did it. Weren't you proud of me? Yeah. It's hard. Or like, I just make them say no. And some people can't even say it to me. It's hard. I can't say no. A lot of times I can't. I really honestly, like, I don't want anyone to be mad at me. Yeah. So in the book, I have 10 steps on how to do it. Right. I know. It's a little bold. It's just super, and it takes practice and it's okay if you fail. It's hard. And it's hard. I don't like the guilt. I don't like um, confrontation. I don't Mm -hmm. like to feel bad. I feel bad that they're mad at me. I don't want to leave them in a lurch. I don't want to, oh, it's awful. It's a horrible, And but I was raised that way. I was raised that you don't air air your dirty laundry. You don't say no to adults. You don't, you always respect your elders. You don't, Mm -hmm. well, meanwhile, like. You can also respect yourself while respecting your elders. And I teach my kids every day how to say no. Every day. Yeah, my daughter's got way better boundaries than I ever did. Yeah, in her my, age. my sons too. Both I'm, like, I'm like, yes. I'm like, yes. I'll send yes. you to therapy for something else, but not that. Yay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're going to therapy, but it ain't going to be for that one. No, they're going to say no. No. Gonna... Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, my gosh, Holly, I love you. I uh-uh. love you. I love you. you. Um, and let's schedule our next session because I'm, I'm feeling like I need to come see you again. Please and, every, please, and everybody can find you. They don't have to come to you. They can do Zoom and they yeah. can do phone calls. Yes. Some people prefer the phone. Um, some people I prefer doing phone sessions with because on Zoom, they set up an environment that's fake and then I have to like work energetically through the fake. Oh. Yeah. Well, I like coming okay. in person because I like to lay on the table. I like to lay yeah. on the table. I mean, I have clients in California and Colorado for over five years who like check in with me all the time. I had... I had this one client from far away. This is just for anyone who's like curious, couldn't it really work? It does. Um, and she had posted a picture on vacation. And I, when I saw the picture, I knew that she had breast cancer. And so after she got home, I, um, I sent her a message. I was like, Hey, I was like, call me. She's like, Holly. I was like, just, just call me. And she went in and it was really serious and it was really aggressive and we saved her life. Oh my God. Seriously. And I can't know that, but I saw the picture and I knew it. Oh my God. Yeah, y'all. Holly, where do we find you? And Holly, uh, it's what's your website? Hollyhughes.com, right? Hollyhughesintuitive.com. No. Oh, that's right. Holly Hughes Intuitive. It's all going to be in the show notes. It's in the show notes. And it's I'm mostly on Instagram. So Holly yes, Hughes Intuitive on Instagram. Um, LinkedIn, you can find me there, but I really prefer Instagram. And if yeah, you are a K drama fan, I have an account on TikTok that's just about K dramas. If you just want to What's be What's K drama? Korean dramas, Korean foreign programming. It's all I watch. What? Yeah, it's myself. I don't it's even part- know what that is. You know, once COVID hit and I was stuck and I couldn't be anywhere, I got into foreign programming, mostly oh God, Korean shows, because it was a new culture, a new way, and it was nothing that I knew. And I just fell in love. And now I am slightly obsessed. Oh my God, really? Oh my With God. More- what, about, um, what about Selling Sunset? No, that is the fakest thing there is. I, but remember, I lived in LA for eighteen years. I don't oh, really yeah, care no. about any of that. And I was oh. in film and TV, so for psh, I, don't I know. know. Can't we write my? Can't you help me with my screenplay? Can we write a screenplay together? Sure. Can we sell that? I've done yeah. those too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on, let's get in the program. Okay. Anyways, so we're going off topic. But anyways, Holly, I love you. I love and, you more. Um, people honestly need to find you and and re- first of all, read your book. Yep. Let's get the book first, and then find you, reach out to you, and do some healing with you because I think you're fantastic. And Thank I. You. Just feel better having seen your face. That's all I have to say. Oh, yay. So everybody find Holly and you know where to find me. If you don't, it's jenniferherbits.com and on Instagram too. But TikTok um, is blowing up over there, but they are mean to me on TikTok. 
I feel like the younger people on TikTok think that I'm a little bit like, you know. Oh, I have, I, you know, I, everyone says I don't like utilize TikTok for my business, but like, like I said, I, it's about fun. I need some place yeah, of being goofy. Yeah. And TikTok so, is a little bit, it's, it's, goofy. it's, 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 yeah. I don't know. You know, I like Instagram. Instagram is fine. Yeah. You know, that's I can where be I'm at. I am. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. My friend, it was nice to see you and everybody, um, do something fabulous for yourself this week and, um, maybe grounding, something grounding, mm. something go outside, walk around, get close to the earth, walk around barefoot. I don't know. What do you think, yeah. Holly? Something good. Walk around barefoot and, um, oh, I have the last tip because oh, it's yes, a relationship tip. Please do a tip. Yes, yes. This is, I have Holly healing tip throughout the Holly book, healing so. tip. Let's get right. this, people. Let's go. Life's too short to wear uncomfortable bras or be in uncomfortable relationships. You know what? I might have to steal that, but I'll give you credit. I will honestly give you credit. I'm going to make a meme that's going to be... Life is too short to wear uncomfortable bras or be in uncomfortable relationships. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That is. <laughs> I love it. Everybody, take that to the bank. And that is it. And that is it. Peace, love, and so much truth, you guys. Have a great day. <laughs> love you, love you, love you. Bye. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for listening to Doing Relationships Right. Don't forget, if you love the show, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast episodes. And grab my books, One Happy Divorce and Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda on Amazon, Target.com, or my website, JenniferHerbitz.com. As usual, thanks for listening and see you next week. Peace, love, and truth.